0: Welcome to episode 83 of Kuyperian Commentary. Um, I have with me Jamie Souls, an old friend of mine. I, it looks Jamie, it looks like we get a chance to meet each other once every three years. That's been the pattern, right? That's generally been the pattern. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. meet each other at council. And for anyone tuning in here, you may think that Kuyperian has completely internationalized our work because um, last week I interviewed the British author Alistair Roberts and now I'm interviewing a Canadian musician, Jamie Souls. Being interviewed by yours truly, Brazilian, Yuri Brito. This is um, a wonderful soccer team, or whatever we may call it. United Nations, what we got. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Jimmy, great to have you here, my brother. Thank Uh, you so kindly uh, for having me. You have been just a real delight in in my life, the life of my children. And uh, we want to begin the conversation here just by you introducing us a a tune to a hymn. Is that right? Hi, it's actually to a psalm. Okay. Uh, we've been
1: we've been working away at uh, at trying to learn the Psalms in our church. Uh, it's been a long term project, and I feel like we've got some fairly fresh legs under us recently. Um, I've been making much use of a book called the Book of Praise. The Canadian yeah. Reformed Churches have this one. I think Jim Jordan was a big fan of this book. Yes, it has all the the Genevan tunes in it. And so it's all it's all the Genevans. Yeah. And so everything, all the words, everything like that is all here. Just laid out like this.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Now I've been working with this long enough to know that a lot of the Genevans don't rest easy on modern ears. Mm -hmm. And so I I got I asked for and gained permission from the copyright holders of this book. To write my own tunes to their poetry, and I've been at that for three or four years now. I've got probably seventy or seventy-five of them done. Oh, that's lovely! Uh, so uh, I have so much material that needs to get recorded eventually. <laughs> anyway, what,
0: what I love, Jim, I love the poetry of the Genevan Psalms. It's, it's really, really good. It, it is really good. good now. Yeah, and for those who are listening here, may not be familiar with some of the, the Genevan tunes. You. You probably sung uh, Psalm 2, which is one of the, the great classics, a great classic at our church. Mm-hmm. And um, there's just some real beautiful Psalm 66, another beautiful one. But, Jamie, what, what do you have in mind there? Well, what I have here is a uh, is my
1: own version of Psalm 41. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the Cantus Christi has been the hymn book in our midst, uh, the psalm and hymn book, and I've been supplementing it with my own psalms for years and years well 41 isn't covered in the original cantus i understand it is now Mm -hmm. uh but whatever the case might be i have been filling in some of those gaps making tunes off of the poetry in the book of praise Mm -hmm. so here's one that my congregation has been delighting in for the last three weeks we'll get it socked into our bones And then it'll work, I think. Okay, Psalm 41. How blessed
2: is he who cares about the poor, Him will the Lord defend. In times of trouble, God keeps him secure, Blessed is he in the land, His enemies life in vain, though he be near death's door, God will sustain him on his bed of pain, and him to health restore, I said oh Lord be merciful to me, heal me for I have sinned, see how my enemies maliciously my life to end Whoever visits me is not sincere, but in his spite filled heart, he spins false tales for everyone to hear as soon as he departs. My enemies with hatred, fierce, and grim all whisper in disdain sickness has its grip on him
0: lovely, Jamie, and, and the, the beauty of that is you covered all 13 verses of Psalm 41. I was uh, following the text here, and um, you kept the, the rhythm of it fit really well, the words of the psalm itself, the song, and uh, that takes a certain level of, of skill. I've seen, I've got had the opportunity to, to meet a lot of um, composers, people try to put, you know, tunes into psalms, and sometimes that's kind of the missing element, isn't it? You can't be overly enthusiastic about a lament. There's a way in which you treat a song. Right.
3: Uh, yes. Yeah,
1: so nah, that was great. Treat it right. See, th- this one, uh, uh, there's all kinds of smell tests that you can do with your song. You know, I, I got a song like this. I- I, it was a long time before I introduced this one to our church, but when I started playing it and all the little girls started dancing, oh, we were in business. we were were in business yes that's fantastic did you grow up in a musical family Jamie I didn't really well I guess like we weren't unmusical I we sang we liked to sing Uh, we didn't sing a whole lot together but uh, uh, almost everybody could carry a tune yeah uh, I, I was on the younger end of the family, and uh, it, all the music seemed to pool in the younger end of the family. So, mm-hmm. so f- for uh, creativity or anything like that. So.
0: so, when did you fall in love with um, church music, for example? Because I know you have a, a little bit of a background in, um, I like got a good classic rock. Was there a time when you just had this uh, uh, church music conversion experience?
2: Uh, no,
1: I wouldn't say that's the case. Uh, I grew up with hymns. Oh. I grew up singing hymns. I've got, I know hundreds of those. What,
0: what was your, back, uh, your church background?
1: Uh, Evangelical Free Church is where okay. I spent most of my growing up years. Okay. Um, which uh, had a, a hymnal that was, there was lots of good hymns in there and lots of really terrible ones. <laughs> so I learned them all. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. learn them all. I learned a whole lot of them.
0: Like a, like a good musician. My friend yes. Dustin Mester says that you can't appreciate great music unless you've played the worst of them. <laughs> yes, um, I hear him. And, and then and then you started to have a, a lot of kids. And I assume, like in so many cases, for me at a, at a lesser musical um, status, but in many cases, sometimes fathers who are musicians who are inclined to think in a certain way, covenantally, for example, we want to pass on music to our children. So as you started to have children, was that the the impetus to begin writing your own music for children? Uh, certainly for the Bible story songs, that was the case. The Bible um,
1: I I remember being at the point, I had already been a singer songwriter for a long time. Uh, I had already gone through my rock band phase and I was here. I was uh, not in a rock band anymore, but I, Got this growing band in my house. <laughs> They're all little, and uh, yeah, and I knew and understood that it was my uh, my task before God. I needed to teach these kids the scriptures. I needed I needed to be able to do that. And so we would read the Bible to our kids. Well, of course, if your oldest is like five and you got four kids, uh, you read it to them, and an exceptional kid will pick it up well enough to be able to say something back to you, but mostly not, mm-hmm. mostly not, when they're in that age. And it just occurred to me one day, just, it, it's almost occurred to me, it felt like out of the blue, it probably wasn't. Uh, God works in all kinds of wonderful ways. Yes, it occurred to me one day, why don't you try and sing a Bible story? Why don't you try and do that? And so I did. I, I was... I was working for the city water department just then driving a the little truck around. I stopped the truck and I sat there and I thought for a minute and I thought, let's see, what'd be a good one to work with. How about this?
0: Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve. You, you got to play that because uh, I want to show that to my daughter when she gets back. Remind, that's that, that's one of our favorite ones here. <laughs> Is it? That was my first. That, that was, the was first. your first. All right, wow.
1: Well, the first one of the kids' music era, yes. Okay, I remember that. Right. That's the way this. story well, here came. it is. I went home and I played this to my kids, and, and then they could tell me about Adam and Eve.
3: Yeah. They I couldn't
1: know. tell me about it yesterday. I know, right.
2: Like so. Adam and Eve. The very first people that the world's ever seen. Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve, were made in the image of God. Now Adam, he was the first one around. God made him from the dust of the ground. He gave him a job and he gave him his life. But he didn't get a wife. It was secret for Adam to be all alone in the garden. You see, so God put Adam in a real deep sleep. He didn't even need to count sheep. God took a Adam sighed. He formed a real night nice and he made him a bride. When Adam awoke, he was real pleased. Woo! That's how the Lord made.
0: What I love about that little piece there is it's just this really genuine and childlike introduction to the the garden event and I think that's the kind of uh, substantive robust but very you know freshly given to children that's the, the memorization dimension of it. it gives them a whole unique perspective into the story which frames the whole of biblical history and I, 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 I was always intrigued by some of the music that you put together, the base and biblical stories, because you touched on the, on the kinds of biblical stories that no evangelical musician to children will touch. Can you think of a couple of them that uh, would well, scare away uh, Mrs. Smith and send a school lesson?
1: <laughs> well, that's most of my repertoire. <laughs> um, there, there's, <clears throat> there's so much stuff that, the uh the evangelical world with in which I grew up uh we don't know those stories there's a lot of them we don't know uh if we grew up with the Sunday school papers, which uh, was better than than nothing mm-hmm. but you, you still wound up missing j l and you, you wound up missing all, all these ones like that, this lady who is a a uh such a wonderful foreshadowing of Mary to come you know
0: so <laughs> you're missing fundamental pieces of the right. uh, of the story of, of the uh, Adamic uh, connections there uh, one of the things that uh, comes to mind when I uh, I chat with you and as I think about your your ministry along the years is um, what you have instilled in your children is a sense of uh, corporate identity with the narratives of the Bible Have you seen that sort of shape their, their humanity and shape their Christianity over the years as you've seen your little, your big tribe sort of grow up? What's been your experience? Um,
1: My experience along those lines has been that, uh, you know, I can watch with my oldest, uh, my oldest daughters in particular. Uh, I'm watching this because they're raising their own kids now and it really looks, uh, you know they they've got a deep foundation in the scriptures through this that uh, that they're really able to pass on. Uh, I it's less so among my younger kids. Um, that may be may have been a, a parental failure uh, in that, uh, or it may have just been the way things work when you're raising a large tribe of kids. Uh, <clears throat> This, this this may bend in a little bit of a different direction if I talk along about this Yuri but I think you might find this useful and helpful no please do um when uh, when my big kids were little i was really their only musical influence
3: mm. for
1: quite a long time uh we weren't we weren't listening to the radio we weren't listening to uh to CDs we weren't uh, we we didn't have a whole lot of that stuff going, but I was furiously writing songs and saying, "Hey kids, listen to this!" Mm-hmm. And they're, "Ah, this is great!" <laughs> and uh, so so my big kids uh, had a long, long time with dad's music. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, big kids grow up, right? They get mm-hmm. taller, they get bigger. Uh, things change in their in their physical. Uh, situations in their psyche, and you don't want to you don't want to squash big kid in order to accommodate little kid, right? Mm. You want your big kids to grow up healthy and not scrunched, and so you 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 start taking the traces off that you had on when they were little. Well, in my in my world, the um, that music that my big kids had such a long time with. I uh, changed when my oldest, particularly when my oldest son, got an iPad or an iPhone. Yeah. Okay. When that happened, things changed in my world. Mm. Uh, and they and the reason they changed is because uh, this is something that I've noticed. Is, it really does happen. Uh, little kids in a big household, they're not watching dad for cues on how to proceed forward. Mm. They're watching Big Brother
0: mm. uh,
1: for cues on how to proceed forward. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Whatever's on his, what he's listening to, he thinks it's cool, and so he shares it with his little siblings. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. oh,
2: that's cool. <laughs> and,
1: and by the time we got down to my youngest son, it, it, it I had to teach him I had to teach him my own songs because they, uh, they weren't native to him Yeah, because he was young enough that, that a whole bunch of other music was coming into our world uh, through, via his older siblings. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyways, uh, my younger kids, uh, it's not as native a soil. It's all in there. They've heard these yeah. songs. They've yeah. heard them many, many times. They've sung them when they were little. When we used to sing as a family on stage years ago, uh, and and I'm sure that the that it'll bear good fruit over time, but it's just not the same with my younger ones than it is with my older ones.
0: Yeah, well, talk to me about the um, just as a curiosity. There's a lot of a lot of dads that uh, listen to watch Kypirian and uh, read our articles. We talk a lot about fatherhood, and I've done a lot of work in fatherhood over the years. Talk mm-hmm. about just some of those early habits you had in your young young. Um, Parenting days in the home. What did you guys? Did you guys sing in the morning? Um, what, what would you say? What would be a word of encouragement to dads who are just like, "I can't sing, Jamie. I, I can't sing." Um, where would you lead them? Because we know you and I are testaments of the fundamental fruitfulness of this exercise. Mm-hmm. Our churches and our children and um, even our spouses are they glean from it. Um, what would you say? Well. Uh in terms of what
1: we did, um, we did a lot of reading with our kids. We did a lot of uh, reading the Bible. We did a lot of singing these songs. You know, if you're a dad and you can't sing, well, I, I wrote a whole bunch of them. Listen to, yeah. <laughs> listen to my songs. They, they can help. Yeah. They can help. But uh, but to be able to spend that spend time doing that with your kids for me it was it, it will have been a different story than it will be for you because you know I, I wrote this stuff and i'm all excited about it and my kids are all excited about it uh because hey dad wrote this cool song right right <laughs> yeah we who else ever gets
3: to sing about so may all your enemies perish <laughs> Let the righteous that's the a cool song. song.
0: yeah i love that <laughs> <laughs> that's great um the process of, of writing music is a really fascinating one to me. Um, I have very, very little experience. At it. You've been doing it for a long time. How many CDs do you have, Jamie? I'm working on number 21 right now. Number 21, my goodness. So if people want to listen to your stuff, where, where should they go to get um, your CDs and get the most amount of money to you rather than some other? Go other to my year?
1: website, s o l m u s i c C-A, think canada C-A.
0: all right perfect okay. we we'll should link that after this uh yeah our, do our link that afterwards.
1: Uh, i can be listened to on spotify uh, i've got a whole bunch of my stuff on there yes uh it doesn't make me a whole lot of money that way but i my music does get out and that's a good thing i uh, i do want uh, i do want to be able to continue to make more music you know i've been uh I've been connected with a group called Patreon for the last year and a half. Yeah, that's yeah. been a a big support in being able to build the album I've just built. So uh, that's that's a way to continue to fund me to make more,
0: and I've got lots more to make. Well, and you have a. I was talking about the, the production of music itself. You've been working through Psalms of So Is there is there a is there a method to your musical madness? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what it is or what it is. Just keep producing Jamie Souls. I, I'm so grateful yeah. for your work, brother.
1: Well, the uh, the album that I'm on right now, I've been waiting on for a few years. It's on the character of Jacob.
0: Oh, wow. So, oh.
1: so it'll be, uh, I got 15 songs on it. I'm almost done the process. I hope, Lord willing, to have this out by the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. Um i really like this one i jacob's my he's my guy i've been i've been living jacob for a long time i love that that guy and his stories
0: yeah 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 and especially if, you know i i assume both of us have kind of been fed at the uh jbj well and so we've yes. learned how to think of jacob in a very fresh and beautiful ways so sing something from that album if you if you hey, uh, sure your recollection sure. let
1: me uh let me do one Called "Feel My Hands." Oh. This is, of course, Jacob. Right at the point where the deception of Isaac is about to take place, and you know, these uh, this fellow—he's not—he's not a young fellow any longer. Right. He's seventy-seven years old. Mm-hmm. Jacob is,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he, his mom had this idea about how. How are we gonna get Isaac to at least say the words? I know he doesn't want to bless you, but he's got to. What are we gonna do? (laughs) And so this is our plan. let's see if
3: we get the right key. That's too low. Okay.
1: I'd like to be able to sit in such a way where you can see my guitar. Let me just adjust a little bit, a little bit more. Okay,
2: feel my hands. I've got some serious misgivings, mother dear, mother dear. I might procure a curse and not a blessing This I fear, this I fear And I know we're in a tight spot, no mistaking After all these years, it all comes down to this So I'll put on the best garments of my brother, my mother, I'll do this Here those two goats for which you ask me Skin them here Skin them here Prepare the food and make it good my mother Never fear you tell me never fear I am troubled that my smooth skin will betray But I thank the Lord that he saws like a goat May the skin upon my hands serve to save me, and seal me with a coat. I am Esau, your firstborn, here I am, here I am. I am Esau, your firstborn, here I I am here. Today I seem to sound like Jacob. Feel my hands, don't distress. I can't tell you how I hate so to deceive you, but you wouldn't have it any other way. I'll draw near to you and kiss you. I am me.
0: That's a really moving piece of music there. Really moving piece of music. I, I love it. i looking forward to When is that coming out? You said by the end of the summer?
1: End of the summer, I should have it out. It'll be titled, An Old Song That You Have Known in the Past, Supplanter.
0: Supplanter. Uh, mm. Very, very good. Are there, Are, are there? You've, you say, their 21st uh, CD. Is there a, um, a CD that you've uh, done in the past that you have received probably the most request for singing? Is there something that kind of stands out out of this this marathon of work you've done? Um, well, certainly in terms of
1: every year, my bestseller is the way my story goes.
3: Right. Yeah, every yeah. year. Yeah.
1: That's very consistent. Yeah. Uh, good advice is right close to it. Yeah. Um, Wells. You know, uh, I've, I've clearly been able to, to touch the lives of a lot of different people in a lot of different ways through a lot of different songs, uh, because when I when I ask, which I've done this periodically, I ask online, "What's your favorite Jamie Soul's album?" It's all over my repertoire. Are the answers,
3: mm.
1: all over my repertoire. So. <laughs> Uh, I I can't think of an album that didn't make that list on somebody's list.
0: <laughs> That's great. Well, <laughs> for for the record, my my favorite is is uh, Wells, and I think um, Uh, one, one of the most lovely parts about the, about that CD is well is the song Well Well Well, and I think it's right. um, the the way you just no pun intended, but the way you marry the concept of wedding and well in this sort of beautiful biblical tapestry. To me, it was, um, you know, it's one of those things where you have this theological concept of what is true, mm-hmm. that kind of a biblical connection. But then, as you and I have experienced, when you put it into music, it adds an additional level of sentiment and meaning to it that in some ways crystallizes. It makes the entire story concrete. And, it's, and the way I think about it is, um, the, when, when the people of israel they 're being asked you know sing us a song from your land and you have that that song which i want you to I want you to close with that if you remember I think it's one thirty seven one thirty seven yeah yeah uh, i'd like to you recall go. and but that I think is the the heart of the kind of work you do you 're crystallizing biblical ideas that sometimes if you 're reading it without the the emotional ethos of the Bible, it becomes abstract, but suddenly you connect. The, the language to music, or the connection with Jacob and Esau. And it, it's almost like you have this explosion of uh, this, um, the world's come together, music and words, and they formulate this this beautiful, uh, concrete example of the Bible intends it. You know, uh, Jim Jordan always says that, uh, uh, that when God spoke, he, he sung the world into existence. It's kind of hard to imagine a God who wrote things, give gave us His inspired word, not to be sung. And I think this is what so much of the evangelical world misses when they fail to add this robustness to the Christian faith. When they don't put m- the Psalms into music, for example, mm-hmm. they're missing this entire repertoire. And in some ways, they're missing the very essence of who we are as a people, worshiping right. beings, people yeah. who sing God's words so the world can hear and kneel before our God. Um, anyway, I, um, I'm so appreciative of your ministry Jamie and
3: uh, oh, I thank you. thank you
0: for your work and I will do the best I can to uh, to make uh, your music known because I think it can it, as it already has changed the hearts of a lot of parents and children too that, That's the thing too. You've done a lot of work for, uh, for children but a lot of the music you intend for children perhaps it gains a great audience with, with us in our 40s and that's been the real blessing that the word of god has always constantly been in my heart when i'm going to work i got some jamie soul's music playing in the background and uh, the same music that my children love the same music that i love as well put together so thank you brother yeah you're very welcome you want 137 137
1: if you will okay i think i think i might have to step out of the room and get a guitar that's tuned right just hold on to something. it take me half a
0: moment. I can
1: wait, absolutely. Half a moment. Entertain people while you're, while
0: I'm away. <laughs> <laughs> sing or something. <laughs> all right, while Jamie gets his tune guitar, I want to just sing a little song here that I uh, wrote just recently. It's a Jewish melody, and it goes like this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God
3: is one. Love Him with all your heart. Your soul and all your mind, holy teaches laws to your children in your house. Happy you shall be as your grain and wine abound. Verse three. Enter his good land she swore to
0: My brother awesome, Jamie. That was great. All right, my friend. Close us out. Jamie Souls uh, playing Psalm 137.
2: a long way from our homeland.
0: Ten Favors of Jamie Souls is that great sense of longing to return home. Jamie Souls, for our Kuyperian audience, I'll make sure we put the link to his music available. I encourage you parents, please get a hold of Jamie's music, uh, not only as a way of supporting a a Christian artist who cares about the biblical text, but also as a way of inculcating the, uh, the importance of music shaped by the scriptural language for our children and our children's children. Jamie, thanks for joining us, Kuyperian brother.
1: You're very welcome, Yuri. Thanks for the invite.